What up, world? Back again. It is the Country Rap Report. Yours truly, Vic XL. Gotta say, get well soon to my man Spank. Spank, hurry back. But guess what? We're gonna keep the ball rolling while my man Spank is um, recovering, getting better for the fans. Now, before I get too deep into it, there's some things I want to remind you guys. First and foremost, be sure, be sure to check out countryratreport.com. All your Country Rap Report needs are right there. If you want to stream us and not look at our face, you can go to Country Rap Report and click on one of the streaming uh, links, whether it's Spotify, whether it's iTunes, and you can definitely listen to the show. I right, want to check out the YouTube show and you don't want to go to YouTube, the link is right there. If you want to listen to our 24-hour-a-day internet radio station, WCRR, the link is right there. If you want to check out our playlist over on Spotify, the link is right there. If you want to check out every video we've ever reviewed on the show, 120-plus episodes, the link is right there. If you want to follow us via social media, whether it's TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, the link is right there. And also some of your favorite videos is right there. All right, countryratreport.com. Now, for everybody who hasn't had an opportunity and you're checking out the show for the first time, salute to all our first and last time viewers, all right? Again, salute to all our first and last time viewers. We are on a quest for a million subscribers, a million subscribers, and we will be doing a free concert all right we're gonna we're gonna pay some artists come to the town but to celebrate a million people rocking with us we're gonna give you guys a free concert so please smash that like button smash that subscribe button and rock with your boys and make us put up a shut up and give y'all a free concert all right ladies and boys and girls let's get into it while my man spank is out i'm gonna give y'all some of the dopest interviews you know we do review the videos but we're gonna give y'all some interviews to talk to some people um, who you might rock with or you might need to rock with. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, today on the Country Rap Report is no different than any other episode other than the fact you don't see Spike. We're rocking with my man, Marcotic. What's going on, my guy? What's going on, y'all? Yeah, it's Marcotic615 coming live to you from Portland, Tennessee. Man, I'm glad to be on the show. I've been watching it for a while, you know what I'm saying? So I, I see y'all are doing your thing on there. And uh, I think you're going to get those subscribers, for real, 100%. I think you're going to hit them. Okay, man. We'll get a million yeah. subscribers. We might bring Marcotic to Georgia. Yeah, for sure. So that bag gets you? All right, so, yeah. man, look, let's let's get into it. The first thing I got to ask, that name, Marcotic, man, when I hear that name, Marcotic, is a very, very interesting and unique name to me. How did that name come about? Well, my, my real name's Marcus, right? So mm -hmm. there's... People always see the name and uh, assume that narcotic is the word narcotic replaced with an M. That's not really what it was meant to be. That's how people take it sometimes. But it's just my name was Marcus, and it's really like, I mean, it's just a name we came up with. It's it's the word psychotic and Marcus. If you read it, it's M-A-R-C, first four letters of my name, and then O-T-I-C, C-O-T-I-C, like psychotic. And it's just a word, you know, just a name that I came up with I thought was unique. You know what I'm saying? And uh, a long time ago, I used to use my real name. And uh, I'm not the one who – I forget who it was, but I'm not even the one who came up with it, actually. But I used to use my real name. And, you know, it, it's hard out here trying to get a rap name. You know what I'm saying? People are discovering their name and their brand. And a lot of names are already taken. So, it's for me, it's a unique name that when you type it in – I'm the only person coming up. You know what? And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I'm one of those people who thought it was a play on the word narcotic as well. I thought yeah, you just put I it mean, in on that. 
So yeah, I'm not gonna lie too. There, there might have been you know a time in my life before when I was younger where like that was fine to me. You know, I'll take it like that. You know what I'm saying? That that was cool. But uh, you know, I'm not just promoting you know, you know, narcotics. I don't want to promote that. You know, I want to promote positivity. You know, what I'm saying growth and pro- positivity. I don't really want to promote you know, drug addiction, so no to doubt. say. You know what I mean? So, no doubt. Yeah, I I, I don't take that route with it. People, some people take it that way, but all right. So, um, you did mention where you're at. Let the world know where you're from. Are you from Portland, Tennessee? Yeah, well, I'm from see, I'm from uh Portland, Tennessee, and Franklin, Kentucky. Man, it's the line of Tennessee and Kentucky. So, I'm from there. I was back and forth, excuse me, my whole life between Portland and Franklin. So, I'm from I'm from both to be honest. You know, what I'm saying I moved back and forth. So I am from Portland, Tennessee, and I went to school, too, when I was younger in Franklin, Kentucky, and here. But, I mean, it's pretty much the line, the Tennessee line. We're about, you know, 45 minutes, an hour from Nashville. Okay. All right, now, what's the town like? What's the population like? Portland? Oh, well, both of them. Really, nothing, man. We don't have nothing here. Like, if you want to go somewhere and go do something around here, like you, you go to Nashville or you go to Bowling Green, Kentucky, those are the two spots that anybody near here will go to you know so there ain't really nothing up here there's there's not a lot all right at what point in time because you look very very young at what point in time in your young life number one did you fall in love with hip-hop and number two you realized you had the ability to rap and create songs no lie this is 100 percent truth man i was like eight years old and uh, we had like a career day in school. I've told this story to a lot. People always ask me that question. I always tell them the same story. Anyways, I was like eight years old and they had career day at school. And I tried to dress up like a rapper <laughs> and go to school for career day. So, you know, I guess always, as long as I can remember from the time I first started hearing that type of music, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when I was young, I used to rap. And like, I'm, I mean, young, like, you know, five, six years old. I used to cuss when I was rapping and all my older cousins would just think it was funny and like try to encourage me to rap. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like a little kid or whatever. So that's how I started doing it. And I didn't start taking it seriously really till, I mean, once I got out of high school, I took it seriously and I put it down for a while. And you can't really find a lot of my old music, but I just started back in 2020, you know, really taking it seriously. So I've only, you know, really been back for a couple of years. I actually like what I call taking it seriously as far as, you know, doing shows and trying to do everything the, the right way. All right. Yeah. Um, who are some of the who are some of the people that influence you when it comes to creating music? Uh, I mean, when I was younger, it was people like, I mean, of course, like Eminem and uh, Twister. I always liked Twister. Uh, and like Lil White, Three Six Mafia, those were the rappers I listened to when I was younger. But then I also listened to stuff like, you know, Kid Rock and Limp Biscuit. So I lit like people like that. So I listened to a variety of music. But when I was younger, it was probably definitely Three Six Mafia and Lil White that first influenced me to want to make music. Okay. All right. Now, being from the area that you were from. Mm-hmm. Like how, how hard was it for you to actually, you know, pursue the music? Like, what were some of the first steps? Did you uh, get YouTube beats? Were you going to the studio? Like, what was the steps of progression for you? 
Yeah, man. I started out like every other rapper and uh, probably started out stealing beats off YouTube when I was younger and, uh, you know, recording them with a, a crappy microphone I bought from Best Buy or something. You know what I'm saying? That's how I started. And I started, you know, it didn't take me long, though, to know not to do that and to start going and buying my own beats and recording it you know what i'm saying so yeah i started out from the bottom of it and it i wish i could travel back in time and know the things i know now you know what i mean it, it would be a whole different thing i feel like i feel like I, now i know that when doing something if it's not 110 percent proper legit from the sound of the video just everything you know what i'm saying that's that's how i'm coming all this year and that's what i'm doing from now on you won't see anything that's not 100 percent legit from me you know uh, uh i went to school in gallatin tennessee for music industry management for like audio engineering at ball state to try to learn to record music and uh yeah a lot of my songs i've recorded myself and back in i used to produce my own music now i usually was recording it and sending it off uh which i mean now nowadays i'll still go to a studio now too but uh, i tried that route and I was decent, but there's always somebody better. You know what I mean? There's always a way to sound better. And the producer I use is Dub 3030, Adam Osbrooks. That guy, man, uh, you know, he changed my whole music when he got a hold of it. You know, it's a whole new sound. Yeah, 3030 is definitely one of the most influential producers uh, that I can think of in the country rap genre. Like, man, he he will get you right. Yeah, he's killing it, man. That guy, see... I went to school for it and I didn't know this. I always used to think I needed the best equipment, the best studio. Nah, man, you can go record. I could record out here in this building right now with no booth, with a $100 interface and a $200 microphone. And you send it to Dub 3030 and it's coming back sounding like it's off the radio. You know what I'm saying? As long as you record it at the right level, he, you know, he'll make anything sound good. No how'd matter you, what for. How'd you actually meet? with 3030 and start working with him? Uh, him, I think, uh, I can't remember exactly who did it first, but uh, the the artist Big Poe is how I found out who that was. I'm pretty sure him and JJ Hughes is another artist. They were using them and I met them and that's just, you know, that's who they were using. I used them one time and after that, I'm like, man, I, you know, I, if I had my songs, this were, this is a true story. I went to Nashville and paid $1,400. I paid $85 an hour to record. I'm not going to say the studio name because I don't want to bash them. But I recorded in a big, big studio, studio that famous people recorded in, right? Went, tried to find the best studio I could. Uh, I had to ask them to send me my files to me and then send them to Dub and pay to have them done twice just because they didn't sound like, like what I was used to. You know what I'm saying? That's, do you think it's because the studio wasn't used to doing rap or had they done rap before? No, nah, because I was doing, I mean, I was doing guitar songs like in there, you know what I'm saying, too. And I was doing rap, but no, nah, it's just, I'm not saying it sounded completely like trash. Some people may have used it, but it didn't sound as good as what I had been doing. Okay. You know what I mean? So it felt like backstepping to me if I didn't have that, that choppy vocal sound. Like if you listen to any of my new songs, from Mobile Home Records Volume 1 to Southern Trap, Country Rap, the last three albums I put out, every song on there has that vocal choppy sound. Like, 
it, they just they sound good. They sound right. Okay. All right. You mentioned mobile home records. Let's talk a little bit about mobile home records. Yeah, man. Mobile home rich is my brand. Like I'm in the building where I make all the merch now. Like uh mobile home rich is my brand. You know what I'm saying? I got a website. It's mobilehomerich.com. I didn't always use that, man. What happened is I started using the stain mobile home rich and I had a couple shirts and mobile home records came from this. I had a couple, you know what I'm saying? That's where I'm from. I'm from living in the trailer. First of all, you know what I'm saying? That's how I grew up. And, uh, anyways, I had mobile home rich on shirts and I started realizing that people were coming up to the booth and buying my shirts and they had no idea who I was just cause they seen those words on the shirt. So that's what told me that, Hey, this is my brand because when people see it, they might not even know who I am and they want the shirt, you know what I mean? Because of what it says. So now it's my logo and it's my brand. Uh, Mobile Home Records is just, you know, the record companies, you know, being independent and having distributing my music myself, you know what I'm saying? I had to have it under some type of record company and it was Mobile Home Records. That's my own music and my own brand. Gotcha. All right. When did you, just, when did you realize that you needed a brand and it needs to create a record company? Um, I guess I realized it in like end of 2020, beginning of 2021. I mean, I've always realized that, of course, I needed a brand and and a record thing. I just I never had one that clicked and worked for me. Like when I found when I came up with Mobile Home Rich and Mobile Home Records and you got, you know, I've been making music for 10 years now. But when I came up with that. I knew that was it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this is it. This is the brand and everybody seems to like it. And my music's doing a whole lot better since I found it. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's starting to do good. And now it's getting to the point where people see Mobile Home Rich and they know it's because of me. I definitely, when I see it, I definitely think of you. Um, on an episode, we talked about my guy, Rich Regal, and mm -hmm. how we feel like Rich Regal is like, when it comes to a lot of, especially the independent artists, or a lot of the artists are that are uh, a smaller scale artists. I don't want to say independent because most everyone in country rap is independent. Yeah. But we put you up there with Rich Regal when it comes to merchandising and branding yourself. Um, yeah. Like, what are all the things that you have, you know, with that mobile home Rich on? I see the chain. Me and, I, me and, uh, me and him are friends. So, okay. yeah, this chain, this chain on is, uh, I had this made at Solitaire in Nashville. This uh -huh. is a real one, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a white gold and VVS is it's a real one, but I sell a chain just like this. I I have one over there, but I don't want to walk away and go dig it out. But they're on my website. But they say mobile home rich on them. And Rich Regal is who linked me up with the connection to make it possible. Yeah, I know you've seen he has the white trash mofo yeah. uh, emblems. Well, I seen them. I'm like, man, where do you get them? And I went and got and he he told me where to go and uh, you know, how much they were. And that's how I got them. But I sell versions of this. You know what I'm saying? I sell versions of this for the people so they can have one like mine. And and I wear one, too. You know what I'm saying? I, they look good. If you see them online, they look good. They're, you know, it's a custom piece of jewelry. They're they're stainless steel, but they still, you know, they, they look really good. Um, you can put any size chain you want on it. You know, you can't put a big Cuban, but you can put a pretty good size one on it. Uh, I sell them with like a dog tag chain. People get their own chains. Um, but when it comes to merch, man, I have so many different, you know, hoodies, shirts, different types of shirts. 
like I, I have even up to shirts like this, you know what I'm saying? That have hoods on them and, right. and stuff like I, since we now make it all in house, since we make our own stuff, uh, it's a lot easier for me to make a wide variety. I couldn't tell you all the different types of shirts and hoodies I have because there's so many, okay. you know, and then. What's been so. the response to the merchandise? Cause I tell people all the time in 2022, just putting out music is not enough. You need a visual, mm -hmm. you need merch. Like the people want to feel invested in you and your career. So how's the merch working for you? Uh, I mean, it worked great for me. Like, you know, I do like last night I did a live giveaway. Every time I come out with a song, I do a live giveaway. So I give a lot of stuff away and, you know, I don't look, first of all, me making my own merch, I make it so cheap. It don't really matter, but I don't look at it like that as losing money. I, that's like promotion. You know what I'm saying? I do a live giveaway. Basically, if I come out with a new song, I'm sure you've seen a lot of people do it where it's like they share and comment and like the, the post and the video. And I put all the names in a bucket. I draw a name and I announce the winner and I send stuff to their house. I try to do that once a week, okay. you know, so, but I, and, that boost sales as well because people that don't win that are watching it you know they're like oh i want some of that and then they go to the website and buy it so i have an actual website for it too to where people can buy it offline and uh it ships from from my house you know what i'm saying so i have it all set up legit like all right do you uh, credit do you credit rich regal as far as have you step it up on the merchandising game or what artists did you look at and realize, like, man, I got to be more than an artist? Well, I mean, I do credit him as uh, helping me step up the merch game. I mean, you know, not just for linking me up is where to get the the necklaces, but I did a show with him, and uh, he's on my album, too. He's on – I did an album called Southern Trap. Uh, he's on it. Lil White's on it. There's a, there's a bunch of people on that album. Um but anyways, I went to a show and I seen his merch booth. And when you go to a show, he's got a more complex merch booth than most artists you'll see. You know what I'm saying? He's got the banners, the flags, shirts, all kinds of stuff. I even seen him have a pair of earrings in his, in his damn merch booth. I'm like, dude, how, where the hell you get earrings from? You know what I'm saying? So I seen that. I was like, man, that's how I need to pull up. And this year we're pulling up right, you know what I'm saying? We're pulling up in, in an RV with logos, trucks, rides, razors, banners. I got a full merch booth. You know, I got flags and banners. So uh, all professional. So we're pulling up right okay. this year. Okay. Um. Now let's go to the artistry side. Because I've noticed, you know, when I go to your IG, I see, you know, pictures with you, Jelly Roll, Rich Regal. Um, you've had an opportunity to, you know, rub elbows with some big boys in the game. Um, number one, how have you been received by the creators of the country rap genre and how have the fans received you? I mean, as far as when it comes to the creators, I think, uh, a lot of people like my music and, uh, you know what I'm saying? A lot of, I've noticed too, a lot of, a lot of people like my music and they believe not just in me, but in my brand. And this ain't mm -hmm. me just saying this, this is me from talking to different artists like you're talking about and just other people in the game that have told me that like people really believe in what I'm doing and think that it's something unique and different. And it's something that somebody else isn't doing to this extent right now. You know what I mean? And it is unique and it is different. Um, Cause when there, first of all, there's different sides of country rap. What, you know, what, what you call country rap 
years ago could have just still been perceived as rap or it could have been, you know, Southern, like Southern rap, or it could have been now you hear a lot more almost country. You know, I, I don't make the super country country rap. Right. You know, my stuff still, you know, I have had people think that it's, you know, sometimes people think it's too country. Sometimes people think it's too street. You know what I'm saying? It's in between, you know, if this is country and here's hip hop, it's in here. You know what I'm saying? It's in the middle. So I, I just try to make music that I like. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's my style. Okay. All right. Now, in your mind, and I ask every, we ask every artist we interview, what's the definition of country rap to you? The definition of country rap? To you, just from your perspective. To me, country rap is a complete type of genre of music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, same way as you go listen to any country rap artist. Some people will tell you there's rappers that are from the country that rap. I don't feel like it always has to. I mean, of course, it's called country rap. But literally, when you hear country rap, you know what country rap is. Because you don't hear 101 playing songs that say stuff like I say in it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's to me, it is a genre of music it is its genre because you know it's a mix of hip-hop and country you know country stuff at the same time you know what i mean to me that's what it is it's its own genre that's what it's become i mean it don't have to be super country to me and it don't have to be it depends on who's making it you know you can look at different big artists that are definitely considered country rap artists that make country songs and then go make rap albums yeah so it's a but it it comes down to what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Their, their message and the things they're saying to me. Because you're never going to hear a Moneybag Yo song and say, that's country rap. No, it's rap music. You know what I'm saying? And there's a reason for that because, you know what I'm saying? It, it's not country rap. Okay. Now, you, you're from Tennessee and you just mentioned Moneybag Yo. Um, how deeply have you been influenced by a lot of the great artists from Tennessee, from Jelly Roll, from Haystack, um, from Moneybag Yo, Yo Gotti, um, Black Youngster, 8-Ball MJG. That Tennessee lineage of, of rap artists is very, very big. Like, how have they influenced yeah, your career? That's 100% like what started my career and what made me want to do music in the first place. You know what I'm saying? The, like rappers like you just named, like, to me, it's, Three Six Mafia, Lil White, Jelly Roll, Haystack. Um, there's some others I'm probably leaving out as well. Um, but that's that's what made me start rapping. Like, that's what I listen to. When I listen to rappers, I listen to Tennessee rap. You know what I mean? So, and country rap. If you're going to talk about country rap and talk about artists, you bring up Upchurch, who, you know, pretty much created the whole genre. There might have been some country rap artists out before him, but Honestly, he made it cool to be country rap. He made country rap big. You know what I'm saying? Now, even in this little town I'm in, you drive around and you see Creek Squad stickers on the back windows. You know what I mean? So, No doubt. Shout out to Church. He just released a brand new project. Yep. Um, is that an artist you look forward to working to, working with? Oh, yeah, for sure. I hope to one day. I'd like to. That's one that I think is a pioneer that I would love to work with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I used to 
you know, now I'm, I'm doing music full time and I'm doing shows and constantly traveling and trying to do this. But before I was, I was a foreman at a fire sprinkler company in Nashville. I used to work in Nashville and uh, every job site you go into, man, you hear, you hear his music. You know what I'm saying? Every, every job site in Nashville is playing country rap right now like that. So. Okay. All right. Look, and you mentioned a pioneer and you just released a three, six mafia tribute. Tell me a little bit about that tribute. <laughs> that tribute song literally is, uh, that song helped my stuff out a lot, uh, which I'll get into that. But that song's literally a tribute song. I mean, it's obviously a remix of the Red Dot song or a sample. Now, it's not a remix. It's a, it has Red Dot sample in the hook. And uh, I originally had a hook to it, and that sample was lower. You know what I'm saying? And, and I talked to White, and we got White on the track. And I asked him, I was like, man, I have a hook for it. I really like this sample. You know, and made sure it's like, you know, made sure we could use a sample and stuff. And uh, it just came out like that, man. We loved it. We loved it with the sample. We left it. The reason why it's named Three Six Mafia Tribute is to me, it was a tribute song to, you know, which Lil White, Lil White did Three Six Mafia too, you know what I'm saying? So it's a tribute to them, me really, for being what made me want to start all this. You know what I'm saying? So that that's why I needed that. And uh, that helped with the views, too. You know what I'm saying? Also, as well, it's at over 280,000 views right now. It's been six weeks since it released. It got my channel monetized. It had like that song alone had like 12,000 watch hours. So now I can now my channel's monetized. My subscribers went up. And uh, I, I look at it every day and I see how many views it does today. And within a year, it's going to be at millions. It'll probably be about, if it keeps doing what it's doing, it'll be about two million. That's if it don't speed up. And, you know, one of the next things I do, if it speeds it up, it's going to be even more. So, uh, yeah, that song worked for me. I'm trying to do another video with them right now, but uh, I'm having a, I need to rent a courthouse, like a courthouse movie scene for the video. And I can't find one locally. Okay. So, okay. Now, real quick before I let you go, man, you have really been putting in the work. Like, how many videos do you have on YouTube? Right now, I can't remember. Um, I used to have a lot. I have took some down, you know, as, as we talked about trying to keep it all professional. Mm -hmm. There's probably 30 something videos on there of different types of clips on YouTube. The last video I dropped is, uh, I, dro I dropped a video this past week called F a record deal on there that uh, you should check that one out too. If you haven't seen it, I think yep. you, I think you'd like that one. I'm, I'm real proud, proud of that one too. So. All right. We're going to access on our review list. So as my, my guys faint get well, we're going to definitely be reviewing it. All right. Now in 2021, you released two albums. You had country rap and mobile home records. Um, What was the difference in those and like how you, why, how are you hitting them so hard and heavy? Um, well, it was three. Uh, it's I, country southern trap. I'm sorry. Now, if you hold up the country rap in the southern trap album and you look at the picture, it's my face split in half, and it makes it makes one picture. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, I, this is the story behind that too. Man, I was at a Jelly Roll show in South Carolina this past summer, right? And uh. You know, I, I was shooting something out there and I performed out there, too, at one point. But uh, I just seen him on stage and seen the stuff he was doing, you know what I'm saying? And 
he's from he's one of my favorite artists and he's from down here near where i'm from you know what i'm saying so it's something everybody plays him down here every, you know a lot of people know him and uh, i just seen how he did on stage and i'm talking like fifteen thousand people and it really just inspired me to like i'm like man i'm going back home and I'm re- and I'm making new music. I'm going back home. I'm going to make a new album. That was my plan. I was like, I'm going to go back home, make a new album. You know what I'm saying? Try to do everything the right way. You know what I'm saying? And try to make something that would that would pop, that would blow up. So I came back home and ended up making two albums. It's a part one and a part part two. So. Okay. All right. Now, um, there was a video that we just reviewed, The Takeover with TJ Holmes. How did that collaboration come about? And I said that, that record made me it brought back those no limit vibes. Like I really yeah. like that video. Um, how did that collaboration come about? Um, Thomas Holmes is he's more of a like a manager and he's managed for a lot of people. Uh, and he's he's also the owner of Free Show Entertainment. You know, what I'm saying he's a show promoter as well. Um, I've worked with him for years. You know, what I'm saying he he's somebody I've known for years. He's a friend of mine, and he's not a rapper. That was his first song, but we just man, I had a song and. I've been trying to get him to do it and get on that type of thing for years. And he's not a rapper. And turns out he's a damn good rapper. Yeah. So I think he killed it. <laughs> I think he killed it. And, uh, you know, that video was fun to make, but also this is crazy. That video, man, he shot that. We shot that video three days after he had a heart attack. What? He was in, yeah. He was in the hospital, had a heart attack, right? Literally had a heart attack three days later. All right. He gets out of the hospital. Three days later, we shoot that video. I'm like, man, do we need to cancel this video? You know what? He's like, no, we ain't canceling the video. You know what I'm saying? And he's out. So he's out there standing in that creek wearing an, a real plate carrier, too. That vest he's got on really has plates in it. Uh, and he's out there wearing a plate carrier and walking through the woods three days after having a heart attack. So that's a trooper. That's crazy to me. But, yeah, he, he really did that. So he didn't want to cancel the video. He was like, nah. Cause the video guy that we had used at that time had drove a long way to, to come out there. You know what I'm saying? So I want to cancel it. I also commended you guys about the twerker. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twerking in the Creek. Yeah. Twerking in the, how'd you get someone to twerk in the, in the Creek? We didn't have to really try, man. She showed up and we just had people come out for the video. I didn't even know. It was pretty cool to me. It was like, Hey, go twerk. And she walked in the creek, started twerking in the creek. And so I, I got behind the scenes videos posted on uh, TikTok and YouTube and stuff. But yeah, we didn't have to try. She was just all for it. So shout out to her, man. It's, you know, it helped the video. It yeah, helped it, it on TikTok too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Oh, so, yeah. All right. Now, one last question before I get up out of here. Okay. I noticed that you. Uh, took you, you took part in the dollar for dollar challenge by Yo Gotti. Yeah. Um, right how, do you, how do you feel about the outcome to that challenge? I said from the beginning that honestly to me, like I think it was all, I mean, we all know anybody in the industry knows that was to promote an album. That was promotion. He's coming out with an album. That was all promotion. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of the videos never even got looked at. But I'm not hating on the thing, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm he's he's probably not trying to book no country rappers, you know what I'm saying? I have been telling people it's like, man, you know, he's already took over the whole hip hop community. He's come get a country rapper. He should. I think for business. Yeah, I think a lot of artists 
I think a lot of hip hop artists should come get a country rapper. Yeah, like, I think Ti sure. should get a country rapper. The Migos sure. should find a country rap. I, I think it would yeah. be the genre, and I think it would be great cross promotion on both sides. Yeah, because it's not it's not hit its peak yet either. You know what I'm saying? We're still not in a category when you release music. It's not even a subcategory. When you release music through a distribution company, there's not even a subcategory that says country rap. There's one that says southern rap, but there's no country rap category. But one day there's going to be when it, I feel like it's still shunned to an extent. You know what I'm saying? Um, the biggest thing I've seen where it had a crossover is I've seen Upchurch went and sat down with with uh, 21 Jump Street or whatever, the podcast. Uh-huh. The, oh, um Forget his no jumper, no jumper, no jumper. Yo, oh, no jumper. Yeah, I said the name of the damn movie. Oh, uh, yeah. But anyways, no jumper. Yeah, that's what it is. But anyways, he went and sat down. That's a rap podcast, you know what I'm saying? He usually don't do any type of country rappers. So I feel like one day they'll be let in. I mean, country rappers, aren't, aren't they're not on TV. You know what I'm saying? They're not on MTV. Uh, How do you feel about, like, because to me, I think there are a lot of things that is slowly creeping, like, even though he's not a country rapper, I think um, Lil Durk and the song with Morgan Wallen, I think that's a good look, even though, you know, it's not a country rap. That's a rapper embracing a country artist. Um, yeah. I think Nelly and the stuff he's done with um, Georgia Florida Line, I think we're slowly making progression. I think once a country rap artist hits mainstream radio or once a radio station takes the opportunity to say, look, we're going to dedicate an hour to country rap. I think then the, the gateways of heaven for country rap yeah. are open. For sure. Because you look at like, all right, mumble rap. I don't like mumble rap music at all. Like, I don't li- I listen to a lot of rap, but I don't listen to mumble rap. Like, I just, it's not my thing. You know, it might be some people's, but it's not to me. I hate mumble rappers. I feel like that type of music, I feel like people don't, you know, take what they're doing seriously a lot. And, uh, I feel like, you know, that came out as a new thing in, what, 2016 or whatever year it was, that that arose and it wasn't here before. You know what I'm saying? Mumble rap wasn't a thing. So one day, country rap will be that thing. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see country rap artists end up on XXL. You know what I mean? Like, end up, you know what I'm saying? It'd be the, the new end genre. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know what I mean, so. All right, so look, I'm going to let you get up out of here now. The thing I asked about your guy, now you know in the contest, he did pick a winner. Yeah, I seen that. And the winner is an artist who was already signed to his label. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I seen that too. I th- I thought it was I thought it was rigged. You know, I thought it was uh I thought it was just promotion for his album, which it was still a cool thing. It is what it is, you know. But uh as soon as I people were excited about it, like really hoping they would win and trying to get in it, and that's cool, but I just I immediately thought that it was for promotion of the album and for him because you look how much promotion he just got from it, you know. I and bet I, you see it do it now. I think the song might have streamed number one because the way that people, you know, he had you integrate his verse with him that helped mm-hmm. the streams of that actual song. So I think it was. I'm gonna be honest. I think it was an act of genius. Um, yeah. But this is one thing I think. I've seen a lot of artists promoting that song more than they promote their normal stuff. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. Y'all promoting the help trying to get with Yo Gotti. 
and you just drop your own album and you didn't hardly promote it. But I think it was Active Genius. I think a lot more artists will start doing it. And um, yeah. hey man, I ain't mad at him, you know. And I, I I've seen some artists who say doing it actually helped them get views they probably wouldn't have normally got. So I think it was a win-win for most people. Yeah, for sure. All right, my guy, let me, I'm about to let you jump up off here. Before we do, the first thing I want you to do is let the world know how to find you, that website, that social media, TikTok, Instagram, all of that. And again, man, let them know the videos and your latest project so they can keep up with Marcotic. Yeah, man, it's, you just search Marcotic on any platform. You can type in at Marcotic615. That's at Marcotic615. I have a website for merch and music called mobilehomerich.com. I just released three new videos. One was a 3-6 Mafia tribute with Lil White and Ethan E on it. There's I just released a music video called Lost Soul and one called F a Record Deal. So uh, you can find my music anywhere, man. Apple, iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you type in Marcotic, you'll find it. All right. And again, that, they can get that merch on tell the mobilehomerich.com. All right. So yeah, homerich.com. All right, all the projects streaming on all streaming sites? Yep. No yep, all streaming sites, Spotify, everything, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, y'all go follow me. Every little bit helps. All right, Mokali, I got to ask a question. Do you still print CDs? Do I still print CDs? Yeah, I do. So I people, still, people still buy CDs? Yeah, they do. People buy them for, uh, I mean, a lot, honestly, a lot of, like, car audio people still have, like, players cd players but they still use a thumb drive but uh people buy them not to play but to have signed and put up you know so i've, I've seen from shows i see a lot of artists bigger artists still selling cds as well so okay. I, I buy them and you know resell them and i, I have them sell okay. so it's all right well i'm definitely gonna have to get something to go on my wall back here if you notice i only got country rap stuff on my wall i'm gonna need to get yeah. some narcotic on my wall Sir, I definitely appreciate your time. I appreciate you checking out the Country Rat Report. And you keep those videos coming, and we're going to keep reviewing them. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you. All right, appreciate it, my G. Have a good day. You too. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that was my guy, Marcotic. Definitely, definitely, definitely doing his thing, y'all. Please, please make sure y'all check him out. And um, continue to support him. He's got – he dropped three albums. 2021, got three videos already on deck. We reviewed one and we got more coming. All right, it's your boy, Big XL, Country Rap Report. Y'all, please, please hit that subscribe button. We're on a quest for a million, a million. On a quest for a million, then you will get a show. All right, Country Rap Report, countryrapreport.com. Spank, get well. This is hard holding it down without you, my G. All right, peace. Y'all be blessed.